Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yes, sir. We're back. We're back. G-Man's got them flows that's replenishing. And grams of that dro, that's my medicine. I've never been uh, afraid of other MCs because I diminish them. Mortal Kombat say to mine, nigga, because I finish it. I'm a creep. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. You. H-Cubed. Up in yeah, this yeah. Yes, sir. My name is Cooper, and I'm back with your man, Mr. Chris Ben Bates. Yes, sir. And unlike last week, that is not Crispin Bass, and I am not Cooper, so. <laughs> Y'all remember that? <laughs> hey, that shit was funny as shit. Shit was a little rough last week. Apologize. Nah, uh, yeah. I know the sound was a little bad, and uh-huh. the beginning was bad. Oh, my God. Yo, <laughs> we've had a, a rough couple of weeks on the show, man. I'm telling you, though. From the like, fucking 50th episode, just. Shit just wanted to go downhill, yeah, man. man. But it's like, all good, man. We look like we back. We look like we back in business. I we think we, we back, man. Again, yes, okay? sir. Yes, sir. And uh, this week we got another episode for you, and uh, we just gonna you know kick back and discuss a couple of things that have been going on in the in yes, the hip hop and the hip hop culture. Um, you want to start off, my friend? Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Um, shit. Um, yeah, oh yeah, Iggy a fucking Azalea, dog. Mm-hmm. All right, so shout out to all my pervs out there, man. Even though <laughs> every, everybody everybody know uh, uh fucking Bang Bros, everybody know all that, right? So if y'all haven't heard already. Well, Iggy Azalea, first of all, hasn't had a hit in a couple of years now. Years. And she was one of the hottest things in the industry, which is weird. And you know why that sucks, right? Because, all right, she's a fucking, she's a rapper technically, right? Technically, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, dog, she's already a white female rapper that broke into the game and was one of the most, one of the hottest things out. Facts. And, you know, for her to, for that shit to die down, it's almost damn near impossible for her to get it, get that shit back. Yeah. Don't you agree or? Yeah. And the fact that, like, that she's just, like, the music that she's tried to make recently is just fucking whack. Like, nobody fucking with it because it's fucking whack. Like, I listened to it because, I'm not gonna lie, I thought Iggy Azalea might have had the potential mm. because T.I. picked her up right, and yeah. was like, yo, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and, you know, co-sign this one i thought that she had potential to be good and i'm not gonna lie she had a few good verses and she had a couple of good songs right but like she for the most part was like the essential what a pop star would be if they decided to be a rapper and not a singer yeah absolutely so like that's pretty much what she is and while she capitalized on that early she was trying to really stick hard in the hip-hop fan base and they weren't having it so she should have just stayed in her lane of the pop joint and you know made some more a couple more fancies and blah 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 blah, blahs that would have you know skated her on by but i remember she started having trouble from jump i mean when her first album came out yeah she had all this buzz and she was all over everything and performing and here and there but she had a stadium tour that was canceled like oh, her word? first stadium tour got canceled. Then she had another album that she was supposed to release, and the the people or the the after Ti dropped her, another record label picked her up, and they kept pushing it back and pushing it back. I think they pushed it back for like two years, and then she finally released it, and it was trash. Right. Then she tried, then she came out with an EP uh, this summer, which was just like pretty much trash so like she just has not had a string of success at all when it comes to hip-hop outside of fancy and what was the other song um black widow so like black widow baby that that, that joint that was her second joint so besides those two that was her yeah besides those two joints she has no traction anywhere else yeah she really does but i mean like like the other songs of hers that i can remember 
could have been pop hits if they had been catered towards the pop radio job because they yeah. were like EDM kind of hip hop songs and right, right, right. you know those type of things. Yeah. She could have she could if she had swung it right, she could have done big things. But she tried to stay strictly hip hop and right. strictly like hip hop really wasn't checking for her to begin with. Nah, period. And, and it's funny because you could, though you could you could definitely agree that even. Even though she was technically a hip hop artist, even though she was a rapper, yeah, her uh, her main audience was was the pop listeners. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody wasn't like you said checking for exactly for joints. So like I really didn't expect her career to really go anywhere unless she made like an okay thing. Now I'm gonna yeah. listen to the EP again, but I I know it's a short EP, but from what I can remember, it's not great. So oh, okay. but I always tend even if it's something that I don't like, I always try and give it at least two listens. Hell yeah, just to like solidify either this is trash or okay I'm tripping that was good the second time around because that's what happened to me with the Bruno Mars album like oh, I listened okay. to it the first time I was like that's trash just trying yeah. to copy all this stuff and then the second time I heard it I was like alright this joint knocks hold <laughs> on which one the, uh... the newest one the, the one with the 24 karat oh, and hey. all of that shit like you that that, that, album, first? that album I hated on it hard at first Damn. I tried to hate on that joint for a good two and a half weeks before I gave <laughs> it another try and was like okay this joint actually does knock <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, now nah, um But yeah now nah, but but Iggy Azalea got offered I actually think that's I think not it, I think it's more than that. I, yeah. I, I wanna say it's a million dollars. A million? Oh yes. shit. Okay. I think that's references. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check <laughs> check my references. But I believe I believe it was a million dollars. Regardless, Bang Bros offering Iggy Azalea DuPont. And it's funny, right? Because so if I actually just uh, when I when I heard about that right, I went on her IG and and I do remember seeing that like like Shade Room and like Academics and a bunch of other pages uh, were reposting shit from her page uh-huh. of, of her twerking yep. and doing all this shit that was pretty wearing much wearing the least, doing the most. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't know if you remember the uh, the bucket of chicken on her ass thing. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Dog. This oh my dog. god! Are you serious? A bucket of chicken? A, she put a bucket of chicken wow. and started like sh- like twerking type shit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. See, she's really doing the most. Nah, she definitely did. But yeah. um, but yeah, nah. But she was pretty much like I said, she was doing the most, and um, and pretty much is trying to uh, you know, sexualize herself. You know what I mean? Like, and, and pretty much she's trying to do what everybody else is doing, which is use herself. To sell her music, more or less, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. She ain't got nothing else going for her right now. And she is a fat, a white girl with a fat ass. So, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. that's her biggest selling point. Yeah, no, I mean, that's that, kind of really been, always been her biggest selling point. Nah, hell yeah. And I'm going to just say this much. I would love to, uh, to see her take up that offer, to be honest. Um, but I think she, already, she throws it back. Yeah, yeah. But I think she already came out and said, and it's, it, it's funny because she literally did all this shit just for her albums or for her EP just to be mm-hmm. whack. But um, she already came out and was like, "Yo, y'all, y'all niggas is tripping." Yeah, I'm not uh, gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Y'all, y'all need stop objectifying y'all need- women. I'm like, bitch, you objectified yourself. Yes. Are you serious? You put your ass all over. I mean, she got like, like I don't. She ain't got her titties out, but she's got like outfits where her nipples show through. Dog, she- so it's just like. It's the same shit. It's like you are literally putting your entire shit out there for the entirety of the world to see on IG, and yet you're coming back and being like, no, don't objectify me, blah, 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 blah. I mean, you if, you, if, if you're shaking yourself. a nigga's faces, they eventually going to see what you can do with it. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, or going to want to see what you want to do with it. So, absolutely, I mean, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Iggy, go ahead and take a million dollars. Go ahead and fuck on camera a couple times, and then get hey, the fuck out. 
Look, man, that's probably more than you've made in the last two years, so... It's probably more than you've made your entire career. You think so? I don't know if she's been a millionaire yet. Well, she's not... Obviously, she's a millionaire. She because has, she, she has, she has some type of loot. I mean, she could be a hundred thousand there. You never know. She, Didn't her album sell like the first one sell pretty? Yeah, good? her first album sold crazy. Like, I'm sure. So, like that was probably like platinum. Or but you got to remember, it's not album sales that really push the that music industry, true. especially that in hip hop. It's touring and true. merchandise sales and all that other shit. So, that is true. and since she didn't have a fucking major tour, who knows how much money she's actually got? Because she didn't make those millions of dollars that she could have made on that Damn, tour. That's why. That's fine. Well, shout out to Iggy, man. Let's hope she smartens up and takes the deal, man. Yeah, no bull. All right, so the next next topic, man, we're going to talk about Kanye. Um, and uh, I don't know. Did we talk about him going to the White House at all? Or? I th- yeah, I'm I believe sure we, we did. did uh, because that's not a subject that I would let go because your yeah. favorite is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. doing the most. Nah, he definitely is. Um, but now Mr. Kanye apparently is fighting with his, uh, his used-to-be best friend, Candace Owens. That uh, ignorant ass black coon hoe that is on the Trump's side. She's a black chick who is trying to is 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 cooning it up pretty much. Cooning it up with with Trump and trying to do this whole thing called Blexit, you know, where black people to leave the Democratic Party, like British Britain left, you know, whatever, whatever. But um, the funny part is, first off, is that Kanye said. Well, no, sis, that's not my idea. Uh, I sent you to somebody who didn't want to put their name on it, so you just kind of slapped my name on it. Right. That's not how it's going to work. First of all, point on Kanye for because he set her ass fucking straight and made yeah. her ass apologize to him on national TV. But point two, <laughs> Blexit already exists. <laughs> Blexit is some type of other organization <laughs> that helps black people do stuff. So, like, they are, I'm, I'm sure they already <laughs> sent, like, the, I, I forgot exactly what it was, but I'm sure they already sent the cease and desist to Miss Owens talking about, bitch, stand down. <laughs> you trying to use our shit. Nah, but, dog, the even funnier thing about all of this, right, is I, I don't know if, if you heard about this, but supposedly Kanye came out and said that even though he says he's saying all this, he was saying that he was used as far as the Blexit thing, but he still supports Donald Trump. Now, see, um, I mean, Kanye's kind of used either way. I mean, I feel like people have been, like, using the fuck out of Kanye recently because he hasn't been on his meds, and they've been going, okay, we, you know, oh, yeah. we, we know we can get the fire Absolutely. hot take off of Kanye because we know he's not on his meds right now, Hell blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's kind of what the White House did with them when they had him over there. Like I said before, I'm pretty sure I said it on here. I believe the whole thing was a stunt. It was a stunt for Kanye to be out here and, you know, get his attention that he wants because his project's about to drop. And then it's the attention for the White House, especially Trump, to be like, here, here's a famous black person that likes me. Now, you know, black people like me now. So you're saying that potentially, and potentially, there was a secret meeting between Kanye West and Donald Trump who were laughing about this. Well, I don't think it was a secret meeting. I think it was just Kanye was just like, I'm getting the attention from everybody talking about me because I'm spitting all this Trump shit. Right. And I have an album coming out, so that's going to drive people to go buy my shit. And on the other side, Trump is thinking, this is probably not even two things put together. I'm thinking on the other side, Trump administration is thinking, oh, here goes a famous black person. Like, we finally have a famous person who's uber famous and is black to boot that follows, that wants to follow this nigga. So let's go ahead and put him out here. Although it's quite obviously something wrong with him right now. Right, yeah. I mean, like, you haven't been able to see an interview with Kanye in the last few months where you cannot actively see that something is wrong with him just by listening to him talk for more than five minutes. Yeah. So, I mean... You know, it's funny, like, them two, him and, and Trump, 
kind of talk similarly in certain ways. They do. Like, they they kind of both, I feel like they go in circles and don't end up going anywhere. Very true. Except that I will say that Kanye is a bit more eloquent. Than yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Which that- is sad. <laughs> Yo, a 40, what, like two-year-old mentally ill rapper mm-hmm. is articulates himself better than the United States president who is 70 years old <laughs> old crotchety white rich man so <laughs> from yo, New York that nigga talks like yo that nigga talks like your white friend's uncle like drunk uncle yes yes like your rich grandparents like your rich white grandparents yeah. like it's absolutely ridiculous but anyway we're moving off topic he um he said no more I will not be used I'm dropping out of politics I ain't talking about shit else political all I'm here to do is be creative. And and ironically enough, when did that happen? When his shoes undersold. I don't know if you heard about that. I heard about it. I heard about it. And I don't know how his newest album has been selling. Well, hasn't came but out. But I haven't heard. I mean, I, the wasn't it the something yeah. came out that he did recently? Yeah. yeah. Well, like that was that. No, what? that was a couple months ago. Yeah. No, something think... else came. I, I want to say he was about to release or was supposed to have. He was supposed to, but he ended up pushing it back. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. He, he was, but I think when he man, I don't know what happened, but I think. I guess he, he didn't get the reaction he thought he was going to get, which I don't know why he thought he was going to get any other reaction. I mean, Kanye already been on thin ice with most people. I mean, I don't think, I don't know why he thought that this would have brought it to be any better for him. Uh, I mean, that's just my personal thing. But I mean, like, I mean, I know a lot of people who ain't even really messing with Kanye no more. The only really people that I know are people who like you, who love that man heart and soul. Like, nah, that's you, fave. you know, it's funny, right? So, like, it feels so fucking weird listening to this man's music now. Like, yeah. I'm not even going to lie to you. Like, as a fan, as I would say, I'm one of my. Fa- he's definitely one of my favorite rappers. Yeah. It just feels weird, dog. Like, I like all the like. Even though, like you said, you could easily tell that the way he talks and everything that there's something wrong with. Yeah. Him. But I don't know, dog. It just it feels weird, dog. It feels weird. I, I would imagine, right, that it must be kind of like, uh, like with, like if you were like a big Michael Jackson fan <laughs> after like he started going through all the shit he was going True. through yeah um and then you're kind of like damn dog like this is like or, or any artist really you know yeah. what I mean Who, who's who's like had like a a massive drop yeah you know what I mean and, and he's just like damn dog like this is what you're doing now yeah I don't know if I want to listen to you anymore when they get like like I said, Kanye been on thin ice with me for a long. Actually, Kanye been on the back burner for me for a couple of years now. So ever since really since he released uh, Yeezus, I really haven't been right. checking for Kanye. I mean, I will check out his stuff every time he releases something. You know, some of it's hot, some of it's yeah. not. So, but I mean, overall, I really don't like. I don't get excited for a Kanye release anymore. You know, honestly, and that I don't either. Me. Yeah, honestly, dog, I don't either. You know, on honestly, right? Damn, and that's from one of his fans, y'all. Yeah. Honestly, bro, like, I want, when when was the last album? I was I was hyped for Yeezus. I'm not even gonna lie, but that might have been the last one. That would that might have been the last one for Yeezus. Yeah, I mean Yeezus was that that album that was like everybody was weird about. You know what I'm saying? Like like either you really liked it or you didn't like it. That was like the first polarizing thing about him. Yeah, and it was like I like I said I had. I felt like his music had been on the decline for at least two albums before Jesus came out, but I was still fucking with him. You know, you know, my my biggest issue with Kanye's music right right, right now is that I feel like it's all over the place. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. in 
that that just goes to show, I guess, where his mental space must be because, like, do, like literally, right? Like, and and again, I, I think I've mentioned this on the, on the podcast, but this shit blows the fuck out of me. On uh on Father Raise My Hands, mm-hmm. uh, where the Kid Cudi joined the Beautiful Morning. Yeah. Like, how do you go from singing Beautiful Morning, You're the Only Must, You're the Morning, whatever the fuck it says. Uh, to saying, and if I fuck this model and she just bleach her asshole. Like, what the fuck, nigga? That's Kanye, dang. Like, that is Kanye. Like, honestly, right? In all honesty, right? Like, in hindsight, that song was only nice, hot because of Kid Cudi. Like, uh, uh Kanye's verse was complete trash. Like, that joint. <laughs> yeah. Like, in all honesty, that joint was trash. And what made that joint was the beat, which Kanye may or may not have not produced. True. And Kid Cudi singing the hook. Yeah. Well, you got, you got, you got to remember that art, whether it's music, you know, painting, sculpture, whatever, is a reflection of the artist. Yeah, that is true. So if you see a whole lot of dark stuff, or if you hear a whole lot of dark sounding stuff, that person's probably going through a dark time in their life or something like that, you know. Right. People tend to be more happy, you know. I mean, like, you know, they when they're happier, they're shows in their music. I mean, shit, Mary J. Blige was the queen of pain. Right. At one you point. You could hear it. And you could hear every bit of it in them songs back in the day. And it's like the music that she makes today compared to the music that she made back in the day is like miles and miles apart. Right. You can tell she's, she was so much happier until the divorce. Uh, she was <laughs> so much happier in her music up until recently. Right. right and it right. was just a completely different Mary J. Blige. It oh, was I like bet. that, that guttural pain sense just it, wasn't. It's there. so funny, right? Because like, I feel like what, what makes you fall in love with an artist is ultimately what stops them from maybe being happy. <laughs> yeah. I can definitely see that. You know what I'm I mean, saying? like I said, like, you know, the, the pain in your life or the, you know, whatever in your life reflects in your music. Right, and right. like, if you've got, you know, emotional and, you know, romantic turmoil in your life constantly, that's going to come across in your music. That's going to make some fire-ass music that you're going to be attached to. But it's just like, do you really want, do I really want Mary to be angry and upset and in pain all the time just so that I can have fire and music from Mary? Like, nah, you know, <laughs> niggas evolve, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that is, but see, yeah, you're right, you're right. You, I feel like you have to, though. Yeah, because, I mean, even if you look at... um. If you look at DMX's music, like it gets, it starts out really dark, like right. when you're listening to Dark and Hell yeah. is Hot, and then it gets a little bit lighter, but not too too much. But you can tell the difference oh, as right. I, as I'm assuming his life got better, right. his music changed a little bit. Yeah, that makes it sense. It was still on some street shit, but it wasn't all dark and Damien-ish all the yeah, time. Yeah. Now there is like a Damien on just about every fucking album that there is. Oh, right? <laughs> yeah. And, oh, is there, like the part two, like, yeah, part two, part three, oh, blah, 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 blah. and they're that. usually all pretty good but um but we'll we'll go we'll get back into that later but um but like i said usually like you can tell an artist's progression right i mean listen listen to ready to die from biggie versus life or life and death or life after death Mm. like those albums sound completely different because he was in two different completely states of mind while making. yeah that's true that is true that makes sense yeah so but um, but yeah, I hope Kanye. I always say I hope Kanye gets his shit mentally together. Yeah. And I really hope he stays the fuck out of politics. Like Absolutely. I really just hope you know, just make some music, try and that, get your shit back together that way. You know that really, like in all honesty, right? Like Kanye just set back like any rapper potentially ever having any kind of credibility. Uh, <laughs> in politics, really. Like you know I mean, what? yeah. I mean, unless the rapper actually comes and has like a well thought out and like 
researched opinion on whatever topic yeah. or whatever you know that they're asked to speak right. on or whatever whatever because Kanye just kind of came out and just started shooting from the hip and spitting nonsense and it was just like it was just like watching Trump on TV you could tell yeah. he didn't know what the fuck he was talking about right? at all and he was just trying to sound intelligent it was like is that really what we're at now Kanye we just trying to sound smart oh, that's like, where he's been at for the last <laughs> two years <laughs> so I mean I don't know the shit is crazy but you know I'm just here as an observer from the outside. Yes, sir. But, uh, yo, have you heard about Young Thug? Oh, yeah, Young Thug, man. Look, man. So, actually, I don't know if y'all have heard uh, the last, it was like a little EP he dropped um, on the run. nothing that that nigga comes out with. I will. If you haven't heard it, y'all gotta go. Well, actually, that, that was gonna be one of the albums I was gonna talk about. Oh, okay. But, regardless, if y'all haven't heard it, go check that out. But Young Thug, um, I don't know if, Y'all also heard, but he he got arrested on his birthday a couple couple months ago oh or a couple weeks God. ago at a Dave and Buster's, nonetheless. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> but so pretty much, Thug has been having some problems with the law. Uh, I mean, we was talking about him having problems with the law last time when him and Birdman. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. I forgot he's even dealing mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. But so, um, apparently a couple months ago he got arrested for uh, it was like he had a bunch of like either i don't know if it was lean which i'm pretty sure that's what it was and like Probably. some kind of pills but the point is he got a whole bunch of drug charges and uh he was on uh i guess he was on probation or parole whatever whatever he was on and part of his stipulation was that or out on bond i think is what he was on part of his stipulation was that he had to stay clean and he failed a drug test oh simple so, as shit and it's crazy because I know niggas at my job, or, or maybe not at my job, but like that, that, that like have a job that you can't fucking smoke. That yeah. Pass drug, that, you know, the drug yeah. test. You know I do sa- too. I know a bunch of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so come on, dog. Like you're a fucking millionaire, dog. Like what the fuck? Find a fucking way, yeah. dog. Find a way, dog. Be smart about that shit. Get your yeah. niacin pills or whatever the fuck you gotta do get. Do what you gotta do. You're a fucking millionaire, my nigga. But the point is, right? Um, this is looking bad, dog, because, like, you know, Thug is already, like you said, he's already having to deal with the whole Birdman thing. Yeah, with them uh, shooting up. Which, uh, that might be an even jump. bigger thing to worry about. Hey, I'm saying a little bit more impressive than, uh, or a little bit more serious than uh, not just, you know, advi- uh, violating violating your parole. Yeah. Just because of drugs. Right, right. So, exactly. I mean, but, I mean, that could also lead to more serious charges coming up because of that case or them throwing not being as lenient as they possibly would have right that is true in that case because that now true. okay well you've already violated probation once how many times right. have you been arrested and blah blah blah, blah yeah. so and how many more times is he gonna be in trouble if he gets out of jail is he actually in in jail right now like yeah, sitting I think in jail he, i think he's sitting in jail because he got his uh bond revoked so oh. i want to say that i or i I'm thinking that that means that he has to stay there until his until he's remanded for court. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's I, I what would, it usually means. So that, and who knows when that's going to be? So he right. could be in there for a few months. He could. He could be. Mm, that's I mean, crazy. He'll be drug free at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless he's like what's his face. Uh, what's that man who had the, those was Instagramming from uh, or Snapchatting from jail in his bunk? I can't what? remember. Was it was it uh, Bobby Schmurder? Oh yeah, Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, nigga, you nigga, your prison tax, origin, you, you on Instagram, nigga, man, what? Tax don't be tweeting from jail. Uh, see, I don't understand this. Now, guys. I don't know, first of all, free tax. Free tax. Um, 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if he has somebody else tweeting from him on, on the outside. Well, you know, I think they, I think sometimes they get access to like Twitter and Facebook and shit. Because I've heard that some prisons will let the the prisoners get online. I heard that some places. I don't know if this is true, but they be having like iPads or some shit like that. I I don't know. Or, or, I ain't, first of all, I ain't never been to prison. That is Second true. of all, I have not been to visit anybody in prison in a very long time, so mm-hmm. I don't know. Like the last time I was in a prison to visit somebody was in the nineties. So true, true. like I, I don't know how it works nowadays, but it's very possible that they could be, Yo. especially if it's like a, a minimum security jump, right, like right. you know, not a maximum jump. Like yeah. I could see that they would do that because I mean it's. Mm, Fuck, you need some fucking iPads, though. Do something, shit. You know what's crazy, right? Like, I would assume, and I, this is, I know it's veering off into some other shit, but I would imagine that being in jail, like, in the 90s was a completely, or like, before the internet, pretty much, yeah. was completely different, because like, you, you would go to jail and come out and not have any idea yeah, what the fuck Yeah, you see all this on. new shit, you don't gotta learn everything new. Yeah, but I feel like nowadays, it's just like... Well, I mean, imagine if, like, they didn't give you some type of technology to work with while you were in jail, like, even, especially if you were in jail for, like, ten-some years, by the time you get out of jail, oh, ain't no way in the world you're gonna be able to do shit, because you're not gonna know how to work shit. Like, technology advances, like, it, like in ten-year increments, like, every two or three years. That's so, <laughs> like, we all, we get some type of ridiculous new technology. Yo, no bullshit, that would be fucked up, dog. If you if they weren't like if you're not allowed to keep up with any kind mm-hmm. of like you know what I mean if it would kind of be it would really be fucked up because I mean you know being in jail being a felon it already fucks you up getting right. a lot of jobs and shit like that now imagine that you can't do basic shit at most of these jobs now <laughs> because you don't know how to fucking use the computers right. and shit because you've been in jail all this time I have no experience with it like mm-hmm. and you like thirty some years old now you got to have a five year old teach you how to do it because yeah. <laughs> you know Literally. these niggas know how to do it yeah I'll never forget the time my cousin she was. I'm gonna say she was four or five. She stole my phone. She figured out my passcode. She went on my phone. She went to the app store, downloaded her favorite game, atta- installed it, and started playing it. So when I found it, I was like, I'm looking around for my phone. I was like, Where's my phone? Where's my phone? And I finally see it in her hand. But it's like, I don't recognize the game that's on there because right. it's not my game. I was right. like, So I didn't think it was my phone at first. I'm like, What, right. what the hell? These these kids are ridiculous. Oh, no, I don't even have kids, and these kids are ridiculous. Though. Kids I'm are ridiculous. Like, I'm they, you, they know the technology before they can talk. Absolutely, though. Absolutely. So, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know, Young Thug. Yeah, man. You know, what I, you I, gonna do? I mean, look, he's stuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, pretty much. Dude. Pretty much, man. Look, man. Thug, man, you're fucking rich, like I said. You're fucking. You're still popping in rap right now. Yeah. You're, you're fucking up the bag, dog. Like, you know, you know, you know what's funny, right? You know what I've always thought too, right? Huh? When rappers like get arrested and shit like this happens, right? What happens to the entourage? Like, yeah, you gotta wonder about that. What happens like, to the y'all entourage? Y'all niggas just go back to being in the street, right? <laughs> doing nothing, right? Or y'all niggas literally just sitting in somebody's house counting the days so this nigga get out of jail so y'all right. start doing stuff again, like, like they just play spades all day, right? Like, so yeah, with nobody weed. buying, we nobody smoking, nobody drinking, cause ain't nobody got a job, right? <laughs> Right, yo, like it's just wild. Like, yeah, what do you do? Like, and, and you know what sucks too. Like, I'm, I'm almost positive that they're they're like used to living like a lavish lifestyle. Oh, along, yeah. along with thugs, so it's like, you know what? That's one thing I never understood about rappers. It's just like, okay, yeah, now you have all the money, but like, do you really have to be? Gucci from head to toe. Do you really have to? Everything in everything in your life has to cost a ridiculous amounts of money. Like the short but ignorant answer is yes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one thing I don't get because like I was like you have to see a lot of these rappers that came before you that were stunting and flossing and doing all the same shit that you're doing. Where the fuck they at now? 
That's you true. never think like, as, especially as like, if well, I mean, you know, I think about these niggas don't even listen to old rap. So what am I talking? Right. about? They not learning from these pet. Like, I mean, but you gotta think half of these, half of these like popping rappers right now, right, are fucking like between ages of eighteen to twenty two, right? True. And that that means that they were born between the years of like ninety seven and two thousand, yeah, which is fucking crazy yeah. to think about. So. You know what I mean? Half of these niggas, they don't know. Like, they never even, they never were, they weren't even alive when these rappers That's true. were rapping. That's you know what I mean? True. So, or they were babies when most. Or of them they were, were babies. Yeah. Shit. To be to be fair, shit. I was a baby when when when, or at least I didn't listen to music as much. Uh, you know when when these rappers were out when I was you know alive, but yeah. like I like I always say, to be fair, you know I had an older brother who would you know listen to this type of shit, so I was always you and me same boat, yeah, shown the light. As they say, yeah, it shown it a little earlier than most of us would have seen it, right? But I mean, like, like you, like I said, um, I got introduced to Wu Tang back in the day, but like you know, I didn't get into them a little bit until a few years later when I could understand right. it more. You know, nah, yeah, it, it's funny, right? Because um, I, I, I'm not way. It's funny, like I'm, I'm not way about Styles P. Like I never really understood what the fuck he was saying. Exactly. But for some reason, I just fucked with his music, and then later on, I was like, damn, why do like. Why did I fuck with this? Yeah, exactly. Why did my parents let me listen to this yeah. shit? You know they heard it. Like, <laughs> or, or or like in my kid, because like my for some reason, like especially my dad, and it's so funny because my dad is like the the not strict one now. Oh yeah, but he was super strict about me listening to rap. Like, in all honesty, I feel like a, that's like a common thing with a lot of Latino parents. Like, because my friends, my friends' parents were like they would not let her listen to rap for shit when she yeah, was younger. Dog, it, it it low key be some like fucking racist shit. I feel to be honest. Hey, well. I always had my well, my uh, my mom wouldn't buy me uh, CDs from anybody unless they were black. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> she would not buy me anybody any white musicians' music. That was just her thing. Like I mean, hey, that might be why you're not Eminem fan, old, dog. Old black people thing. <laughs> well, Eminem came after when I was buying my own shit. Oh, true. But like when I was younger and asking for CDs and stuff, she'd be like, hmm, "Who is that?" Like I asked for uh, Jennifer Lopez album when it first came out because I've always been in love with Jennifer Lopez yeah. since the Fly Girl days. And uh, she was just like, Jennifer Lopez, that doesn't sound black. <laughs> I was like, she's not white. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog. I'm telling you, son. Like, it, it's so fucking funny right now. Not to real off again, but. Yeah, we are. We already off hey, topic. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's funny, right? Because, like, my, my parents, right? They'll be the same ones to tell me that I can't listen to rap, right? But they'll let me listen to, like, a fucking Dembo reggaeton fucking <laughs> album. And all them niggas talking about is fucking. Yep. All them niggas talking about is fucking. And it's and in a language that they understand yeah. completely. Right? <laughs> That's the f- I'm trying to tell you. Latino parents, we need to do better, man. <laughs> That's we, hilarious. We man. need to do better, man. Oh, my God. Stop with this with this uh, passive racism. Man. <laughs> oh, well, my, my mom gave up on their uh, her whole black artist thing a while ago, but... um. But, uh, yeah, no, that was a, it was a weird thing to have to deal with. I mean, I guess, you know, I can understand it because, you know, tensions and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Weird shit. Anyway, Whatever. let's go ahead and move on yeah. before we go too deep down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we, no, we down the rabbit hole. <laughs> now, I don't know if any of y'all have heard it yet, but Cardi B came out with a new track, and it's called Money, and we, um, I guess we could say this, we are a pretty Cardi-friendly show. Uh, man, we love Cardi over here, man. Uh, yeah, and um, Team Barty. The song, the song actually knocks. Like I was listening to it the other day when I was at work, and I had it on repeat for like yeah. six times. Oh, it is definitely one of them songs that, at least yet, you know, I guess it had, the radio hasn't killed it yet. But, oh yeah, for sure. But this is one of them songs, right? That like 
you don't mind when you hear it repeated on the radio yet. Like, right now, it, you don't mind it because it, it, it rocks. I and now, see, this is the joke that Cardi does best is Cardi, she talks about sex, but she doesn't only talk about sex, which is one thing that I like. But she always throws the sex part in there, but she always talk about money. Her her whole joke is money. So when you get her talking about money or getting money or something like that, that's always when Cardi's at her strongest. See, that's why I fuck with, with, with Cardi, right? Because like you said, like she, she'll use like the whole sex thing, right? But I feel like her whole thing is that she's a boss bitch. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Just like, she's like a ghetto hood bitch, but she's a boss bitch. Exactly. And I feel like, you know what's funny, right? So, Alright, I remember uh, Tax and Styles was talking about the whole Meek and uh, and Drake thing. Yeah. About how Drake, uh, or, or Meek, like, he used to represent for the dirty niggas. Yeah. But he lost touch with the dirty niggas. Okay. I've, I, by dirty niggas, I mean, like, this, like you know, like, because I, I, I know you remember uh, Meek with the cornrows, the yeah, scruffy. Yeah, uh-huh. So, pretty much. The street I, niggas. Street niggas, yeah. the dirty niggas, yeah. So, I feel like Cardi... Is like for the is like for the dirty bitches, like the hood bitches. Yeah. And Nikki is kind of like for like the stuck the little, up kind of the bougie yeah, jumps. Yeah, that's true. Because so, Nikki always has had the air of being stuck up and but bougie, see, like and, a hood ass bougie. And that's why I feel like people was rocking with Cardi. Yeah. Like in She's all more honesty, relatable. Hell yeah! Like in all She's honesty, more fun. Dog, in all honesty, right? Ah, dog. If you were to tell me right now, dog, I'll give you a million dollars. To go chill with Cardi B, or I'll give you five million dollars to go chill with Nicki Dog. I will probably take the million dog. Hell yeah, cause you'll have a better time chilling with Cardi. Fuck yeah, dog. Like Cardi, dog. Cardi is just like I said, she's just relatable and just she just seems like a a regular fucking chick that's Hell just yeah. good. Now one of the things, things I like about Cardi, especially on this track, and she shows it, is that she will spit a funny ass line or two on top of a like a, like a fuck. That was a. That was a hard line right mm, there. Yeah. Um, like, like I'll take an example of because um, I can't think of one exactly from this song, but I know she does it in the song. Yeah. Because I just haven't have it, I don't have it memorized. Yeah. But like in Get Up Ten, the first song from In Secret in, or Invasion of Privacy, she says the thing on my whip, uh, the thing on my hip with bitches in the shape. That's what the fuck I call a waist trainer. And I yeah. was like young. That line is not only funny, but it's hard. Like, not as hard, yeah. <laughs> so it's like Shout she's to, got the ability to do that. Yeah. And she hits the one joint. She has one line in here talking about she's in all she's in all black leather, and she says something about Wakanda forever. And I was like, see, there she goes. That's another reason why I like her because she always puts in some random ass shit like that, and the dork in me can really appreciate that. Oh no, I'm with you. <laughs> hey man, look. Shout out to Cardi B, man. Fuck yeah. Every, I feel like damn near every song she's released. Even the song, right, that I thought wasn't going to be a hit, which was uh, Be Careful. Yeah. Ended up being a fucking huge song. It was a huge song. And I want to, I say, it was like a huge song, but it was the smallest of the songs. Like, it was, I feel like it didn't do as well as the other ones that were released. But still, released. it was huge. But it was huge itself. And, but but the funny thing is, I think that was the first one after uh, Bodak Yellow, right? It was, yeah. The first and, one, the first one from when she was releasing the album. Right, right, yeah. And, um, yeah, like, I remember, like, 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 I guess people would be like, oh, is she gonna be able to follow up the success or whatever the fuck? Yep. And she's just been rolling, dog, so. She really has. And like I said, she just keep, every time I turn around, there's another song from that album come out as a single. Yeah, not definitely. So you know, do your thing, Cardi. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't heard the song yet, you can look it up on YouTube. I'm sure it's on Apple Music and all the other places where you can find your yes, music. Sir. It's called Money by Cardi B. Sir. So 
There's been a lot of fucking albums that have come out recently. Yep. And as you all know, we do album reviews, which means we listen to a lot of fucking albums that come out. We don't always review every album that we come across. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to start taking a little bit of time uh, in each of the regular shows yeah. to talk about albums that we like currently fuck with that um, that uh, just don't get a lot of attention. Yeah. So you got one, sir? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm going to start it off with... The EP that I was talking about earlier in the episode, um, by Mr. Young Thug. Okay. Um, I like, I like saying his name with like, like very like, all the way. Young Thug. Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's called On the Run. Um, dog, this one, it, it's, it's a little, like a six, six track EP. Um, it, it has like a little, uh, sample. I don't know, or maybe Ellen John was actually on it because it says featuring Ellen John. But okay. the song, I don't know if you know this song, and I'm I gonna I think I remember be... hearing something about him and huh? John doing yeah. it. Yeah, dog, that, this John is fucking vicious, I'm not gonna lie. The sample, or, or him, or whatever they did, ended up working. That John is tight. But the point is, this John is tight, um, it got a song with Black on it, uh, Six Black, for those of you who know him as that. Um, and it also has a song with Jaden Smith, and that's the one, I need y'all to stop sleeping on my man Jaden Smith. No, his album is actually legit. Like his album got some good, some good tracks. Dog, Jaden Smith, he's a talented motherfucker, dog. Like I, I fuck with Jaden Smith, even rapping. I think I think he killed his joint. Um, so yeah, definitely I would go with On the Run by Young Thug. Okay. All right, my first one is gonna be uh the the I think it's an EP. Uh, it's called Beloved with Dave East yes, and Styles P. Yes, sir. Um, that joint I listened to it the first time and. Like, Styles P and Dave East are, I want to say, very similar in the way they rap. I mean, I'm not saying that they have the exact same flow, but they have, like, similar styles when it comes to I mean, rapping, and they complement each other very well. Yeah, and uh, Dave East actually came out and said that Styles is his favorite rapper, so, See, I mean, that would, that would make sense. Makes sense. Not, they're both from New, from New York, they're and, you know. from New York, although Dave East did go to school here in Maryland, <laughs> rapping in Springbrook, Montgomery County. Oh, yeah. He definitely did. That's that's crazy. But, yeah, no, they both grew up in New York. Um or both from New York. Uh, I don't know if they're both from. Uh, I don't think they're both from New York. I okay. think. I think. Yeah, I don't think. I don't know where Davies is yeah, from. Yeah, I don't exactly. know where Davies is from either. I can't remember. I think. I, I, Har- like- I want to say Harlem. Okay. I've heard him say Harlem. Okay. Or, or Sounds about Harlem. Harlem is close to Yonkers. True, true <laughs> enough. True enough. <laughs> um, but now the album is actually really vicious. It's it's kind of short, um, but it's very well crafted in both of their the. the by both of them lyrically. Sorry, yeah. niggas can't talk. Um, so I would say go out and give it a list. Listen, uh, Dave East and Styles P, beloved. I've actually been, uh, I've been bumping that joint, uh, recently too. Yeah. That joint is tough. Chris is the one man that got me to listen to that joint. So that joint is like, tough. And, and like, um, a, in a lot of the album, they do the little back and forth shit that, you know, the little Jada Kiss and Styles. Styles is known for. Of course. If you're a Styles fan, you, man, you, you gonna like this album. Put it that way. And, what I, what uh what Davey said in in the interview I think is is true about this album that if you're like an older head and you know you might not be too in tune with you know the newer artists yeah and you're a Styles fan mm-hmm. you listen to this you gonna listen to Davey's I think I think you're gonna become a fan because oh, yeah. you know, we've been Davey's fans since since the Cardi yeah, Cardi Chanel joint yeah exactly so yeah we've been on him for a minute I mean like low key he's been like consistently good he's been and he's been improving and he's been releasing a lot of shit uh, recently so. Shout out to Dave East, man. He's been grinding. There you go. Alright, you got another one? Yes, sir. Um, I'm gonna go with uh Mr. Roddy Rich, um, Feed the Streets 2. 
that joint came out uh, last week. Um, if y'all don't know who Roddy Rich is, I think well before uh, the song I'm about to talk about came out, it was uh, "Die Young" was one of his biggest songs. Um, but he he recently like or I don't know if it was him or the guy who's playing the guitar. But I don't know if have have you seen those videos of like this guy? It's like a white guy with like a little ukulele, and he he has like a hoodie on, and he just he walks around like in the hood and just plays like. Uh, uh, like acoustic version of like whatever song the rapper wants to rap. No, I've never seen it's, that. Dog, I'm about to show you that shit. It, it's right. actually kind of tight. Um, but um, but yeah, he he did one with Kodak. He did one with uh, a couple other niggas, right? Okay. And he did one with this nigga, and this this is the joint that got the most uh, the most views uh, from the, from it was, at the time it was an unreleased song called Every Season. Okay. And uh, that joint was so fucking vicious. It got a whole record. Honestly, that shit, that joint alone made me a fan, right? And then uh, I started looking up his music, and I, I just became a fan. And you know, he just released this album or this mixtape. I don't know if it's a mixtape or album. You know how rappers are. Yeah, you know, it's always confusing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So definitely, um, like it, it, it's kind of like a trap sound, right? But I, I think he's a way better rapper than a lot of these guys that are. Like, like, put it this way, right? Because I, I talked to my brother about about him, right? Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he, he sounded like another rapper that he had already heard. But I was in, I started thinking about it, and he kind of does, right? But I just think he does it better, like, overall as a rapper. Okay. You All know right, what I mean? Yeah. So so everybody sh- uh, check out Roddy Rich, man. All right. Bet. For my second one, I've got Black Thought, and the album is called Streams of Thought, Volume 1. Now, this is another short jump. I don't want to say it's an EP. I don't think it's an EP. I just think it's one another one of those uh, really short albums. It only has five tracks on it, but each of the five tracks hit hard as fuck. Yeah. Um, uh, two, uh, I mean, I can't even like single out any of the songs because they're re- all really good. But the opening right. song, 2, um, 15, that joint knocks hard as fuck. And then also the jump with, um, I mean, it only leaves like two other songs if I m- say these other two songs. Right. But uh, Jostkajowski featuring Rhapsody is vicious. And then, again, if y'all are not listening to Rhapsody, oh, yeah, you y'all are to. missing out. Look, look, man. The train left, but it stopped. It's waiting for y'all. Yo, it'll come back. It'll come back. It's going to be back soon. The schedule the schedule is listed on the wall. Check it out. But once that train leaves again, it ain't coming back, nah, man. Nah, nah. Hey, Raps- yeah, Rhapsody is the truth. Man. Yes. And have then, have uh, you heard the joint with J. Cole? I mean, oh, yeah. That joint is vicious, too. That joint is vicious, though. That beat is crazy. That, that's a Ninth Wonder beat, right? Yeah, it is. That joint is sick, And dog. again, there's a Ninth Wonder joint on here. Uh, the number, the second joint, Ninth versus Thought. Banging ass song. Yeah. The other song I was talking about, though, was Making a Murder featuring Styles P. That joint, nuts. No, uh-huh. Yeah, Styles P and Black Thought on the track. Yeah, it's everything that you want it to be. So, like, I'm just going to say, go ahead and get, get your get your life by I'm, listening to this joint. I'm definitely uh, Streams of Thought, Volume 1 by Black Thought of Bet the that. Roots family. Bet that. So, uh... So um, we wanna we wanna do more interactions with you yes, guys. You know? So what we want y'all to do is like, yeah, what y'all favorite rappers? You know, what y'all favorite story that's going Let on right know, now? Man. What are y'all opinions on some of the stuff we talk about? Or even if it's something we don't talk about, you know, if it's something you see and you want our opinion yes, on, sir. you know, hit us up. Y'all know y'all can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of that, all of that, and uh, we'll get back to you and then we'll read your questions on the show and give you our thoughts on what they are. So. Yeah. Guys, we really want to interact with you yes, guys. Uh, we want to, you know, take this whole podcasting thing to the next level. 
So, like, we'd love to hear from you guys on your thoughts on, you know, artists and the goings-ons in hip-hop and just really whatever you want to... If you got questions for us or just comments, and, just hit us up and we'll read them on the show. And this is another thing, uh, like, if, if y'all know of, like, some artists that y'all want us to review... Yes. Even, even like, you know, when we review, like, the new uh, the new albums, we could do, like, a lot of, like, for example, uh, like, this this guy, uh, Roddy Rich. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, like, like... Kind of like popping, but not exactly mainstream popping yet. You know what I mean? But like, but like you, I feel like you find little uh, diamonds in the rough like that. You know, like on a come up type shit. Exactly. So, um, you know, if y'all know of any any artists that y'all want us to listen to that we that we may have not ever heard of, definitely uh, you know, throw us a throw us a link or two. And sure. uh, we'll definitely we always check out stuff that people send us. I love to interact with you. Oh guys. yeah, absolutely. Now. For the last part of the show today, of course, we have our album suggestions. Yes, sir. So, I think I'll start this week. I bet. My album suggestion for y'all, if you're a child of the 90s, which means you grew up in the 90s, you weren't born in the 90s, then Outkast was one of the pivotal groups that we all grew up with. And this album, Equemini, is a great album to listen to by them. It gives you the upbeat, it gives you the downbeat, it gives you the pimp side, it gives you the fresh side, and it gives you a lot of good storytelling, which is key to an Outkast album. Uh, one of my favorite joints on here is the the art of storytelling, which features Slick Rick. Right. And it's probably one of the realest and hardest joints on here. Uh, it's like, it's like, you know, talking about, oh, I wonder what happened to this girl that I liked back in the day. And, you know, and then it's like, okay, you know, I caught back up with her after I got famous and blah, 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 blah. So if y'all haven't heard, uh, any of the songs from that album, or if you just have never heard an Outcast album, I would say definitely check out Equemini, uh, by Outcast. This is gonna blow your mind. I've actually never heard that album. Wow. I've heard of that album, but I've never actually heard Put that. Put it on your list, son. I'm, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. And sir? All right. So, uh, the album that I'm going to suggest is an album that was released last year by, uh, it was a Styles P and I don't know if you've heard of Burner. He's kind of like a, he's kind of like a weed, like entrepreneur type of dude. Okay. But he's kind of like cool with all the rappers. So he, and he kind of started rapping himself. Okay. Um, he's not a bad rapper. Um, but hit like the beats, the production and also Styles, I think. Killed this whole joint, gotcha. and uh, the reason why I really like this album, and like I said, like no no shade to to Burner, but um, what really stood out to to me on the album was the fact that you know a lot of times I don't know if this happens to you with certain uh, rappers that you like that their beat selection might not be your favorite, yeah. But when you hear them on other people's beats, they be killing it. Yeah, they kill it, and you be like like, and that's pretty much what happens on this joint. Cause like you know like I've always felt that way that like Styles beats I've always or. It's not that I don't like his beat selection. It's just that I would like to hear him on on different kind of beats. I got you. I got you. And I feel like that he did that on this joint. Um, it, it's 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 actually a pretty pretty long uh, little little album, fourteen songs long. Okay. Um, got a couple joints with Wiz on here. Oh, joint, okay. It's tough though. I, I like this joint. All right, that's what's up. Again, that's Vibes by Burner and Styles P. Nice, nice. I have to go ahead and check that out. I know it's tight. Downloaded that one. I know it's tight. I like it. Alright. Well, we have reached the end of our show. Sure. And again, we as always, we thank y'all for hanging Thanks. out with us again and again and again. Uh, y'all know y'all can find us on Instagram and Twitter at HQ Podcast, and that is all spelled out. Yes, sir. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at Hip Hop Heads Podcast. 
And you can find the podcast for your listening pleasure on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and iHeartRadio. So we out here. Yeah. We appreciate y'all listening. Yeah. All the way from Washington, D.C., the capital of Los Estados Unidos, the United States, all the way around the world and back again. We thank you for listening, and we will catch y'all later. Peace. Peace.